was dying. Mm-hmm. And her blood was all over my hands, on mm-hmm. my arms and on my shirt, my t-shirt. And I looked at her and she looked at me and I had a kind of spiritual moment. I became, I was her and she was me. I switched places with her. I felt her fear. I looked at her blood and I was like, that's the color of my blood. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good whatever, and welcome to another episode of The Vegan Life. On today's episode, the co-founder and director of Plant-Based News, Robbie Lockie, steps by. Plant-Based News is a, surprise, surprise, a news channel which focuses on, wait for it, vegan news. With almost 1 million followers on social media, Plant-Based News is one of the biggest vegan channels. Robbie, thanks for being here. Uh, well, actually, thanks for having me <laughs> because we are sitting in one of the most coziest places I've ever seen. Um, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure to finally meet you. I just drank one of the best teas ever. Like, that's such an English thing, drinking tea, right? Like, yeah. how many teas per day do you drink? Oh, at least 15. 15? Yeah. Mostly caffeine-free. Because when uh, I spent some time with like people here in the UK, mm. and they were super confused, and they told me, like, excellent, your last life, you you were probably English, because I, I drink, like, 10 cups of tea. Mm. Um, mostly also, like, herbal teas mm. and uh, things. It's things. the best way I, for me to get water in, because I don't really like drinking water on its own. Same, 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 same. Yeah. So and I, I just fair. love hot stuff, like, yeah. even during the summer, mm. even it's in Bali. It down better. A trillion percent, a trillion percent. Um, it's my first day in London. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so far, the people were really, really rude. <laughs> oh, no. um, two days ago, I said I was in... Yesterday, I was in Glastonbury. Yeah. And in some other village together with Josh. People were so kind, so nice. I was really surprised because, yeah, obviously there are some stereotypes and mm-hmm. I thought like people told me oh mm-hmm. the people are kind of cold and mm. a little bit rude mm. um it was the opposite yeah also in Bath you know Bath Bath's beautiful oh, it's amazing and also the people mm. so kind so warm-hearted yeah. and then I arrived in London yesterday and mm. maybe I had bad luck it would depends say- on where you are in London mm-hmm. it's like some parts of London are more friendly than others I would say I, ha- I have the feeling like people are so fast mm. but so slow yeah kind of yeah yeah, people are always rushing about and they forget to be kind because they're too busy focused on their feet in front of them while they're running around to work and home and picking up the children and maybe we're working a second job or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lot of very, very busy, frantic people in the city. But not here where you live, right? It looks the, a little bit the, like a The village. more you go out, the further you mm-hmm. go out, the more life slows down a little bit. The closer you are in the middle, the more crazy and, and manic people are. Yeah, I try to like really always say hello and mm. just mm. just be kind because I was exactly like this. Mm-hmm. I lived this yeah. um, fast life for a while. Yeah. I was an insurance broker before. Wow. Yeah, what did you do before you did like plant-based before news? Before I was doing plant-based news, I was um, I worked in advertising, TV and digital advertising and I worked for BMW. I was creative direct, digital creative director for BMW UK. Wow. Um, so I, I worked and looked after digital platforms and um, 
Before that, I worked for various agencies. Um, one of my most fun jobs was actually working for Jamie Oliver. Uh, helped build his website and start his social media, um, which was amazing. Um, and and yeah, just involved in digital technologies really most of my my career. Great, Jamie Oliver is he vegan? He's not, unfortunately. Though he is doing a lot of like vegan, vegan recipes, vegan and... related um, things at the moment. He's just got a TV show at the moment about vegetarian food. Oh. Um, and trying to get people to eat less meat. So, And what made you quit your job? Well, um, in 2017, Klaus and I became friends. Klaus is who I run Plant Based News along He's the, 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 yeah, the yeah, other founder, right? Yeah, yeah the co-founder. And, and together, we kind of we met each other and we were doing PBN as a project, as a bit of fun. Mm -hmm. um, and completely out of the blue uh, one evening we got an email from this guy who said I absolutely love what you're doing and I want you to quit your jobs uh, tomorrow and, and do every focus all your energy on this and I thought this is an incredible opportunity obviously before that was was um, actually before that was let me back up a bit before that was was one email which just says love what you're doing want to support you mm -hmm. that was it Mm -hmm. looked him up and I said to class, oh my gosh, this is someone really incredible and clearly important. He's sent us a message. We need to get in touch with him. We did a, he asked us to do a pitch and, and pitch what we wanted and what we needed to, to grow our platform. Uh, we did. He loved it. And then he said, you know, quit your jobs, you know, take a salary, quit your jobs, focus all your energy on it. So I quit my job. And three years later... Wow. You know, Are you allowed to say who, who that was? Yeah, Prince Khaled Awalid. He's also called the Vegan Prince from Saudi Arabia. He's part of the the, uh, the Saud family. Um, his father is a is a kind of wealthy businessman and, and entrepreneur and investor. What? And he's vegan. Yeah, he's a really. <laughs> I mean, he's the vegan. vegan prince, right? He's the vegan prince. Yeah. Wow, crazy. Yeah. And uh, was it like? Uh, I'm going to do it definitely, or did you have? Yeah, doubts? definitely. Like I hated my job. Like it paid exceptionally well. Uh -huh. You know, I didn't have to worry about money with a job like that, but I hated it. I just didn't like going into work every day, working for uh, a company that was, you know, making machines that's destroying the planet, right? Cars mm -hmm. are not good for the environment, but also they, uh, it's a part of a capitalist system, really. Mm -hmm. uh, and before that, I was again involved in this, pushing the capitalist system, which is advertising, pushing and encouraging people to buy things, a lot of stuff they don't really need. Um, and I felt very um, unhappy about that for a long, long time. And I just didn't know how to get out of it because it's all I knew how to do, right? Mm -hmm. It was my only job. I can imagine. <laughs> wow. What did your uh, friends and parents say? They were like, oh, dear. What's going on? <laughs> I knew it. They it's always like, the same. You know, they were like, you know, sure, you should be doing this. And, you know, mm -hmm. do you know who he is? Can you trust him? And, you know, he could be anyone. And, and no, he's the real deal. Like, he's... He's he's a very generous and compassionate person who really cares about the animals and the environment and human health. Mm -hmm. um, and he's working very hard to generate money and capital that he can then use to to change the world for the better. His mission in life is to end factory farming by the time he's in his grave. He's like, by the Same. time I'm dead, factory farming needs to be like... He says he wants it to be consigned to the dustbin of history. That's his... Catch put phrase. it back uh, into the history books yeah, yeah. same yeah. i have the same goal that's that, that's incredible yeah. Yeah. wow that that blew my mind yeah um now we just talked about it um would you do you regret it like at some point 
because I know, I, I mean, I did the same. Mm. There was no, no vegan prince who told me, like, <laughs> do it. Um, but I was as well super unhappy, super frustrated, mm. and I just didn't like the job. But I also didn't know that you can actually wake up mm. with joy, mm -hmm. like looking forward to the mm. things that you are doing. Yeah. Um, would, you, would you still do the same, obviously, right? What do you mean? Like quitting your job? Yeah, definitely. It's not easy running this company. Um, uh -huh. every day is a challenge yeah. every day there's something happening or something going wrong or someone attacking us on social media or someone writing an email a complaint about something they don't like something we've published or uh, or you know or something going on in the media for example a study that's come out that says we should eat processed meat and that it's fine to eat <laughs> processed meat and we have to respond in some way because that's mm -hmm. the reason plant-based news exists because we want to be a counter-narrative to the mainstream media When the mainstream media are taking fat checks from the meat industry, mm. we want to be a voice of reason that says we're from an, well, I wouldn't say we're unbiased because we do have bias, mm -hmm. plant-based slash vegan bias, but we want to be, we want people to understand that when these studies come out, um, that it's not all what it seems. So there's a lot of stuff to juggle and deal with and it, and it isn't easy and there's only a small team. There's only four of us. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, but I do love it. It's hard, but I love it. <laughs> Say I always say the same. Uh, b probably you work way more than before, like hours. Yeah. But it feels different, right? It does, yeah. It feels more like a family than a business. You know, we're a family of people who really love what we do and want and believe in this message. Mm -hmm. And we want people to know the truth. Yeah, because there are more and more people, especially my generation, who like see these kind of entrepreneurs on, on YouTube and they're like, yeah. I want to do the same yeah. stuff. Uh, but many people also don't want to work that much. No, they don't. Um, they want it to be handed to them on a <laughs> silver plate. Yeah, and that's why that's why I want to talk about it as well because I don't think that there's like good or bad. Like no. if you want to live the nine to five life, yeah, that's totally fine as long yeah. as you're happy. Yeah. But if you're exactly. not, then why are you alive? Then then you got to change something. What what is the like long term vision of plant-based news like what's the goal the goal is to reach 100 million people a month that's kind of my goal obviously i don't want to stop there but i want to be reaching a huge amount of people on a daily monthly weekly basis mm -hmm. um, and give them the tools they need to live a kind of healthier more environmentally friendly life mm -hmm. that's it that's beautiful yeah and do you also want to do at some point maybe like mainstream media which you would which you in what sense would you mean mainstream media like tv or something you mean like appearances or talking yeah. on the news mm. yeah definitely like if if this more own tv channel or our own tv channel i mean getting on like digital tv or something like that and having an, a channel where we have content on on cycle yeah it'd be fantastic to do that that requires a lot of vision and a lot of resource financial resources mm -hmm. um one of the kind of like medium term kind of directions is is education um, we launched PBN Academy, which is like this place where we want to be able to teach people things. Mm -hmm. So I want to have courses on plant-based nutrition, courses on plant-based fitness and bodybuilding, courses on the ethical fashion, courses on um, uh, zero-waste living, all these different video courses, 20, 30-part courses, mm -hmm. where people pay a small fee and then they get access to this content and this information. We really have three courses on there. Uh, how to raise your child uh, vegan, uh, having a successful vegan pregnancy, uh, reversing your type 2 diabetes with a plant-based diet, um, and soon to be a bunch of other things. 
So they're kind of like video courses where people can come and pay like $5 or $2 or whatever we mm-hmm. decide to choose. Affordable. Mm-hmm. And they can get access to this knowledge. That's um, beautiful. Yeah. it's awesome. Do you still watch news? Like, Yeah. I watch the news every day. All really? Yeah, yeah. Politics, environmental news, um, economics, everything. Because I, I want to be plugged in to everything that's going on on our planet at all times. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting and it wears me down. But I want to... That's literally the reason why I don't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. I did this challenge for like 30 days without yeah. news. Yeah, yeah. And it changed my life. Yeah. I don't know how it is in the UK. I can imagine it's the same. But like yeah. in Germany, you watch the news. This person died. Terrorist attack there. Mm. Like only bad news. Mm. So so one of the reasons that I got involved in a project called Positive News was for that very reason. It was that there's so much negativity out there. So Positive News is a... And if you guys are listening, it's an amazing magazine that's quarterly. You can visit positive.news and it's a magazine that basically shares positive news stories from around the world. All the cool things that are going on around the world from a really positive angle. Um, and it doesn't, it's not about paint wearing rose tinted glasses, mm-hmm. but it's saying that, you know, if there's an environmental catastrophe, for example, here are all the good things happening here that because of it as a counterpoint. So if there was an oil spill, these incredible voluntary organizations have been going out and rescuing birds and, and saving people, saving lives, animals' lives, cleaning mm-hmm. things up. So it's always because journalism is about the who, what, why, when, mm-hmm. whereas positive journalism or constructive journalism is about what next, mm-hmm. bringing, bringing the positive to it. And the world, as you say, we're saturated by negative media and it makes people depressed. A trillion percent. They, there is so much research about it. I, yeah. I like even on Facebook on yeah. the newsfeed. Yeah, they man- manipulated it. Yeah, and people who consume it's terrifying. Yeah, it's 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 really terrifying. They, the good yeah. thing nowadays, yeah, we can create our own news. Mm-hmm. But would you would you still recommend people to to watch the news? Like if you would have kids? Or, uh, yeah, I think you need to. People need to curate the news that they want to watch or mm-hmm. listen to or read. Um, most global news platforms allow you to pick and choose what you want to see on your homepage. The Guardian is my news source of choice. It's an independent. Mm-hmm. It's not run by any like uh, franchises. It's or not franchises, investors. It's, it's owned by the people who read the newspaper. Um, uh, you know, it is left leaning. So if you're conservative, it might not necessarily be, you know, a, a magazine that interests you, but still like I go there because they let me rearrange the news. I can go on the homepage and I can put environment first and then oh, human, this. human matters or, or society, societal facts or stuff that goes on in human society. Something like, you know, book reviews or film reviews, or, um, they also have this, a lot of stuff about animal rights as well, which I also, um, move into my, into my, my personalized homepage. Mm-hmm. I don't think that news in general is like bad. Mm. It's it's neutral. Yeah, sure. Um but but obviously if they're only talking about the bad stuff mm. I think you're talking about sensationalism, aren't you? So where Yeah, 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 definitely. To get clicks, to get views to sell newspapers. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like this airplane crowd. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But what about the other nine million airplanes which didn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, that's that's why I stopped and I don't know, like, every single time when... I don't miss out on things. Yeah. But I... get to you, yeah. People would tell me. Mm. But I'm also, like, following plant-based news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Or, like, just news I'm, I'm into. And yeah. I, I don't think that I... 
I miss out, but I highly appreciate that there are people like you who are watching the view news and in case there is something that I need yeah. to know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would definitely uh, tell me. Um, yeah, since you're talking about the news, let's talk about the news because I never talk about the news. Um, the documentary Game Changers, mm -hmm. did you watch it? Yes. Nice. Did you like one it? One and a half times to have finished what, what the do you mean? <laughs> one time you uh, paid for it? And the, no, the no, day no, no, one time I went to the premiere and, then, and I started watching it again in, uh, last night because I want to watch... Usually with these kind of documentaries, I watch them a few times because I want the facts to go in and stay in. Mm -hmm. Did you like it? Absolutely loved it. It has all the, the kind of right ingredients to to uh, trigger positive thinking in the target audience for me, which are men. It goes mm -hmm. straight to the ego, like, you know, m muscle sexual health you know oh my gosh i love that um, uh, <laughs> the sequence where they talked about the uh, erection erection erections Aww. in the night you know it's th those things cut to the heart of why men are afraid to stop eating meat i think it's like 80 20 like mm. 80 percent of the vegans are female and 20 percent. that's right it's crazy yeah yeah why on our, across our platform it's like 87 percent of our readers are women and and the rest what do you are think men. why Because it's a lot easier for women to adopt this lifestyle. Men are afraid of it because they're worried that if they stop eating meat, their friends are going to call them effeminate or female or gay or whatever. You know, people, uh, Western society equates meat eating with masculinity, with killing things, with strength, with power, with upward mobility, with opulence, right? And we are a counterculture to that. The vegan community is a counterculture. We're small. But we are we we push up against those those belief systems, mm -hmm. and many men just want to be uh, acknowledged, noticed, appreciated, um, you know, uh, validated. True. Whereas women are less so because they have their communities; they're much more connected to each other. They talk to each other. They open up to each other. Um, men don't do that, generally speaking. Certainly not in the Western world. Definitely, yeah. If you, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm also happy that more and more men actually try it and mm. i think there is a like a big change going on this huge this film is does the job Perf of, it does the job yeah. of showing these influential men gladiators gladiators and and sportsmen who are something to look up to mm -hmm. and see them not eating meat it gives younger men or any men really an opportunity to go hmm maybe There is a thing in this vegan thing. You know how many you know how many of my friends, my meat eating friends, have sent me messages this last week after watching it, like ten plus, who've sent me messages saying, "Oh my god, I watched this film and I finally get it," or "I watched that film and I want to know more about how to eat less meat." So many. Yeah, the, the thing that I like is they they are not so pushy that they don't judge at all. Yeah. And then kind of make it, as you said, like in a, in a funny way. Yeah. You could watch it. Like, so there are some documentaries which are still good. Yeah. But you couldn't watch it with everyone. No, like Dominion, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, well, that's... Really, ten minutes and then I stop. It's really hard to watch that. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just soul-destroying. Mm -hmm. I think people still should yeah, watch it. because it's the truth. It's the, it's the it's, truth of what goes on. Mm -hmm. But uh, unfortunately, not everyone will um, commit to watching something like that. Most people won't, I think. Yeah, obviously not. But now, like on Netflix, yeah. if you see like Game Changers, yeah. Athletes... Yeah, what's the audience numbers of Netflix? 100 million plus people? Loads of people. You know? That, this could be the tipping point we need, right? Hopefully. I mean, if more and more women go vegan and like women... M vegan women... Yeah. Mostly like 
they don't want to have a partner who eats right meat yeah so to all the boys who are listening right now <laughs> yeah. yeah sort your shit out <laughs> <laughs> i love it because many people who are listening right now mm. um are not vegan mm. They're like trying to or just curious. Mm. Uh, what about plant-based news? Do you know? Like, yeah, what? we have mostly um, vegetarian, vegan and plant-based people. Um, mm-hmm. But there's quite a lot of people who are non-vegan or what we call flexitarian here in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, people who still eat fish? People eat uh, some meat and they eat a lot of vegan meals, but they eat a lot less. The 23 million flexitarians in the UK. These are people who identify as people who are actively trying to reduce their animal consumption. That's beautiful. Yeah. In general, the vegan movement in the UK is real, right? It's quite strong, yeah. Between one and a half million to three million people, roughly. How many percent? Like six or so? Oh, no, that's only like one and a half to two percent. A vegan. A vegan. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I think vegetarian, like in general. Like. It's like eight or nine percent. It's yeah, that's, pr- that's pretty, pretty yeah. high compared yeah. to, to yeah. um, Germany, for example. Mm. Um, do you think veganism will ever become mainstream? It has become mainstream. It's been talked about you everywhere. You think so? Yeah, it's in the media. People yeah, well, that's true. Like, when I went vegan, there was no... Do you mean become dominant as, like, a dominant culture? Yeah. Like, that it's... That we don't have to t- term... We, I mean, we still have to term veganism. Yeah. Um, but, like, right now, you don't call it... Ah, you're eating... You're following an omnivore diet. No, you yeah. You just... Um, I think when enough people make the change, when, over, when, when we get to over 10%, lots of, like, socio... Um, social studies uh, academics have said that when a society reaches 10% of a belief system, it creates a massive shift. Mm-hmm. So I think when we can hit 10%, then uh, I, you come back to me and I'll tell you whether I think things will change. But for now, we've got a long way to go. A trillion percent. Yeah. Do you think celebrities will play a huge role? Yeah, definitely. Like, celeb- we cover a lot of, like, celebrity news. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm talking. I love yeah, that. Because, you know, because, you know, yeah. what is a celebrity? It's a person who's recognized. A trillion right? percent. And, and, and a lot of people respond really negatively to celebrity news because they think it's vacuous or it's, um, you know, mindless news. But mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be. There's a lot of really incredible influential men and women out there who have got millions of followers. Totally agree. And if they're talking about veganism and they're talking about animal rights and they like Lewis Hamilton, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. That's a really positive thing for the animals, for the environment, for human health, because they're exposing people to the vegan agenda, you could say, yeah. that, which is a healthier, happier, kinder world. That's not a bad thing. Actually, you know, but you know, but but this it's incredible how much negativity vegan celebrity vegan celebrities get and i can understand why because a lot of people adopt the vegan lifestyle for food only and yeah. they and they don't really care about anything else and it's more like a fashion label they're like oh i'm vegan now and then next week i'm not yeah that's the problem i think we had so much stuff going on in the past like people who said yeah. oh i'm v- Jaden." i think Jaden yeah. smith right? yeah yeah his parents kind of i think forced him to eat some animal products because he's had a, has a weight problem he may even have I don't want to comment officially but some have said and claimed he may have an eating disorder but that's nothing to do with veganism yeah I was about to say and like oh like how did they force them he's 18 right yeah um, yeah yeah but I think then you also have like I remember Kim Kardashian yeah is she still vegan uh, I think she's been eating more vegan meals at home so she's been saying she said she's been she eating she said like there meals. was one video where she said like yeah. I'm vegan and people like yeah yeah I mean I'm not her biggest fan but still mm. in, like 
there is a reason why we have influencers and yeah. why millions of people follow them. Yeah. And if they just talk about it, yeah. it's already a great thing. It is, yeah. Um, and if they want to quit at some point, well, they still inspired many, many people. Yeah, exactly. To, they, to, they created conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I, I went vegan because of an influencer. Right. Or he gave me mm. the inspiration. Yeah. Uh, if he quits veganism in two weeks, I don't care. I'm mm. like... I don't yeah. Why did you go over here? Just Where or why? Both. Both. <laughs> uh, so about six and a half years ago, um, I was experiencing a lot of chronic pain, uh, a lot of issues with my joints. Um, and I saw many doctors and saw loads of different kind of health professionals and no one could really tell me what was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. um, and I did some reading and I was learning a lot about like adrenal fatigue and adrenal burnout, understanding how the body chemistry works. Um, And I started, we got Netflix. That's way back when we first started on Netflix. And I watched Food, Food Inc., Forks Over Knives, Fat, mm -hmm. Sick and Nearly Dead by Joe Cross. What was the last one? Uh, Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead by ah, Joe yeah, Cross. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. A guy who juices for like 40 days. Yeah. And then he gets rid of all his medication. His blood pressure goes down mm. and basically heals himself. Uh, and he was just like a really average guy from Australia, not some hippie. He was just some dad from Australia. And it really inspired me. And I thought, I'm going to try and do more of this green diet. Didn't know anything about veganism. Mm -hmm. A green diet. So more greens, more broccoli, more beetroot, getting these juices into my diet on a daily basis. Because I was like, I want to flush my body. I want to get it all out. You know, seven days into a juice fast, I felt incredible. Mm -hmm. I felt light. I felt clear. Um, my joints felt better. On the, f on the final day... <laughs> it was a friend's birthday party and we went to a pub which is like a, a bar yeah, here yeah. In, in London um, and I ordered a big juicy beef burger <laughs> and I bit into this burger and I actually felt sick mm -hmm. and I thought oh this is disgusting I don't want to eat it and I realized I was starting to fall out of love with meat a bit mm -hmm. and for the first time in my life I actually thought about not eating meat because I grew up on a farm in Zimbabwe in Africa and wow. eating meat was like a part of our lives meat for breakfast lunch and dinner every day same well, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and then fast forward a few months later after trying to cut back on meat and feeling a bit better I watched Earthlings mm -hmm. okay. uh, and Earthlings is an incredible powerful documentary that shows us the, as you watch it it, it, it slowly unfolds um, the horrors of how animals are treated by human beings in every corner of the world And in every way and in every kind of horror. And I kind of turned the TV off and I sat down and I was so shocked. And I thought, how have I never thought about this? I know that animals were killed for my food, but why did I not ever think about them suffering? And at the time I was Buddhist. I'm still Buddhist. And, oh, and cool. I, Yeah, and I thought to myself, I'm going out talking to others about kindness and compassion. Yet I'm sitting down and eating a meal where an animal has potentially been violently killed for my taste. That's wrong. I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Strangely, that same day, outside my house, I heard a screech in a car and children crying and screaming ran outside and my neighbor had run over our next door neighbor's cat, this beautiful white Persian cat. And the neighbor's car was just a few paces ahead of us on the, on the cul-de-sac where we lived. And, it, and right in front of me was this, in, this huge pool of ruby red blood and this beautiful white cat flapping around in this pool of red blood. Obviously, she'd been hit by the car. The mum and her kids ahead of us were crying and screaming and I ran over to her and I said, what's happened? And she said, I've hit the cat. I don't, want to, I don't want to look. I'm afraid to look. Please, can you help us? Went back to the cat and I picked her up and she was shaking and she was looking at me and I think her whole like, head had been crushed and she was dying. Mm 
mm-hmm. and her blood was all over my hands and on mm-hmm. my arms and on my shirt my t-shirt and I looked at her and she looked at me and I had a kind of spiritual moment I became I was her and she was me I switched places with her I felt her fear I looked at her blood and I was like that's the color of my blood that's the blood that flows through my veins same blood mm-hmm. same hair same eyes slightly different ears <laughs> <laughs> and I felt for her and she died in my hands and in that moment, I th- thought, I can't, you know, because I thought, oh, I'm supposed to take her life, right? Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to put her out of her misery. And, wow. and, and, I, and I couldn't do it. And I said to myself, if I can't take the life of an animal that's suffering, why should I pay for someone else to do it for me? And in that moment, I said, this is my life and I will never harm another sentient being again, not on my own or through somebody else. And wow. that was that. That's powerful. I got tears in my eyes. I had yeah. a similar mo- moment with yeah. a bir- bird. Yeah, yeah. And it took me forever. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, like, yeah. I can't decide that. Yeah. I think I, oh, well, I did it. Yeah. There was no, like, yeah. it was just Hard. suffering. Yeah. I'm like, oh. it took me like 20 minutes and there were only girls. So yeah. I had to do it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the same. They did a great project in Austria. Um, restaurant, super famous um, cook. Mm. He he um, founded yeah, just a just a restaurant. Meat, everything locally. Yeah. And the animals mm. that you would eat mm. were in front mm. of the restaurant. Mm. It was like in the in the mountain somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So families would come with their kids, and yeah. the kids would play with the animals. Yeah. And then they would eat. Mm. At the next time. Mm. They're like, ah, oh, where is, ha, ha, ha. Well, yeah. they give yeah. animals name. Yeah. The kids didn't want to come mm. anymore because. They the, knew. Yeah, they knew. Oh, yeah. okay. And I think yeah. that's a belief or like that's a thing that we have to change. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think a second for like 20 years. Yeah. That's more than just chicken breast. Mm. Right now, mm. if I go to the supermarket, I s- s- don't see a product. I, like I see the life behind. Mm. And I think if someone wants to go vegan, he has to like create new belief systems, yeah. new you have news, to create that connection, yeah, new associations with mm. things. Mm. What do you think? Like, why do people struggle with like quitting cheese, going like just mm. making the transition? It's different in every case. I think. I think a lot of people don't realize the emotional and psychochemical reactions food have on us as people mm-hmm. cheese for example mm-hmm. it's concentrated breast milk breast milk that we have eaten or drunk as children from our mother's breasts if we're lucky enough to be breastfed that substance is designed to what's evolved from a mammalian breast to hook you and keep you feeding mm-hmm. breast milk is a liquid designed to take a baby and turn it into a a young adult. Like if you, you know, well not a young adult, but it matures you, you, it matures your body, gives you everything you need to rapidly grow. Because the whole point of a baby animal is that it needs to grow as quickly as possible and become as self-sustaining as as quickly as possible so it can survive, you know. And that's what breast milk does. A lot of people don't understand is that this potent cocktail of drug of um, not drugs of hormones and casein, which is a protein, actually hooks us, and we become so hooked on these foods because we actually have a psychochemical connection to it. Mm-hmm. 
But when it comes to kind of meat, it is connected into our emotions because breakfasts with mum or dinners with dad or that burger that you have every Sunday with your uncle, it's not about the burger or the meat. It's the emotional bond you make with the person, the place and the food. Yeah. And when people realize that you can break that bond and you can replace it with a, with a vegan burger, which gives you the same feeling and the same emotion, and you remove the fear attached to losing that experience, mm-hmm. you go with it. But it's getting through to people to help them understand that um, they're not going to miss out on anything. That those breakfasts, breakfasts with grandma or the, or the, the meatloaf with Uncle Sam. Simon or whoever, <laughs> you know, is going to be the same. It's just going to taste slightly different, but it might even taste even better. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's getting through to people and helping them understand there's nothing to be afraid of. Beautiful. Last question, and I'm sure with your background, you will love it. Imagine the New York Times Square. Mm. It's yours for 20 minutes. Mm. You can run ads, videos, <laughs> whatever you want. Like all, all the, everything is yours. Yeah. You can decide for 20 minutes. Great question. Yeah, I know. What would you do? Like, what would you show? What would I show? Oh my gosh. Instead of all the commercials gosh, and everything. That's such a great question. Have you ever been to New York? Yes. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. Such a great question. What would I show? I think what I would do is I'd divide, like being a kind of designer, a strategist, I'd divide it up into lots of different sections. Mm-hmm. And I would show in each segment of the square a different thing, a different type of information. Mm-hmm. Because I really feel like it takes different types of information to, to convince different people. Humans are all so different. And some things work on others and some things don't work on others, right? That's right. So I think I would divide it up because there's a lot of ads in that space. And I would probably create a clear call to action down the center, which says something along the lines of, if you want to be healthier, happier, and protect our future, switch to a plant-based diet. And then I would show what goes on in factory farms, seeing the animals suffering. No blood, but I'd show animals suffering and shaking and I would show fear. I would also have like infographics about like how um, the biggest killers of human beings, heart disease and type 2 diabetes, can be stopped and reversed with a plant-based diet. So I would have that, but with information about how you can save on your medical bills, which cost you potentially thousands of dollars in the US. Um, And then what's also on the environment as well. And I would talk about, I'd probably have more information or infographics about or like animated things which talk about how all the greenhouse gases and the methane and the CO2 and the nitrous oxide are being trapped in our beautiful little world, warming it and destroying everything. So I try and touch all the bases. <laughs> that's, that's the smartest a- answer I ever got. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Thank you so much for yeah inspiring us. My pleasure. Thank for you for touching my to heart. Um, looking forward to see you at VegFest. Yes, we're going to eat uh, lots and loads. do some some fun stuff talk okay. to some fun people where can people find you you can find us at, on all the social media platforms forward slash plant-based news one word mm-hmm. facebook instagram youtube for daily weekly weekly videos and daily articles um you can find me mostly on instagram mm-hmm. on forward slash plant-based news uh, and if you need anything or if you've got any cool things you want to share please email us at contact at plantbasednews.org 20% Well, your cat already falls. <laughs> so that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. And if you like this episode, share it on social media. Tag us so that we can yeah, engage with you, communicate with you. And uh, until maybe until VegFest. Looking forward to it. Bye-bye.
saya. Awesome. That was beautiful. Okay.